Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the News Agent Podcast. I'm Susie Lysett, Content Executive at Goodlord, and today we'll be talking about the importance of your agency's reputation for attracting new landlords. Um, now, with me, I have Mike Robson, Managing Partner at Avocado Property, an agency which aims to change the estate agency industry and make it fun as well as trusted by the public. So thanks for joining us today, Mike. Thank you. Um, now, perhaps just to start us off, it would be great to hear a bit more about uh, your agency. So if you could tell us a bit about you and Avocado Property, just, just to kick off. Yeah, so we've been running just for 18 months. We kicked off in lockdown, uh, which was obviously a challenging time to, to do or, or get anything done at all, uh, let alone start off an agency. Obviously, we've we've had a fair win since then. We were lucky with the stamp duty holiday and need that it's created for people to to move home but we wanted to do something massively different to what Ian and myself had ever done before uh we'd both worked within employed estate agency for 16 17 years each um and we'd seen how it changed through those times and how it hadn't changed in its in its ways and means of working so we'd felt that Everything that was done within estate agency was done for the estate agents and nothing was done for the customer. So it started with how we dress, how we present ourselves, how we talk to people, where we talk to people, and what we talk about was the main topics of, of being a new estate and letting agent. So everything we do is social media based everything we do is done with absolute honesty and it's talking directly from us to the person we want to talk to Uh, we never talk about ourselves we talk about what people want to hear about that certainly seems like a, a, a different approach to take. I mean, especially here if you're looking as, as far as you know what you're wearing to to go and to go and meet people. So, so let's talk about that first. Let's talk about uh, that that uh, that that first point. I mean, what what how have you changed up that image? I suppose that that personal image as well as uh, therefore well, there's, there's, that to the business. There's there's three pillars of the business, which is one is no suits because. The only time we find people wear suits these days is on a court appearance or, or to meet an accountant or, or it's for a bad situation other than a wedding day. Um, when we meet our clients, you meet your clients, they're wearing a T-shirt and jeans. So we want to reflect our our clients. The, the, the pink hoodies that are our kind of trademark are an attention grabber, really, because there is nothing more directly opposite to a, a navy suit and brown shoes than a bright pink hoodie um, to grab someone's attention. So that was that was the initial initial call on that. But the the merch range as it seems to have grown wildly over the last eighteen months as people have joined us. No, that's exciting. It's um, it's uh, especially if you say that it's it's basically just wearing what the people that you're meeting are wearing. It makes sense to, to for everybody to to just interact on the same level. Is that is that the same with landlords and tenants? Is it just sort of uh, you know leveling the playing field? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it lowers a barrier between yourself and your customer. If you look like your customer, if you talk like your customer, if you are effectively a reflection of your of your customer, your client. And they get on with you. The first thing that we wanted to do was actually have friendships and relationships with the people we worked with rather than have battles with them, which is what we found when we worked for for other businesses. 
And I suppose that does that uh, does that also tie in with the fact that I've I've seen that you you were uh, you uh, call yourself sort of the property marketing professionals as well. So obviously the idea of marketing and that uh, the image that you portray is is very important. And I think that that's obviously where you can therefore help landlords uh, to uh, to 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 um, to showcase their houses, their properties in the right way. Um, you, you know, how, how would you say, therefore, that it sort of the two bleed together a little bit, you know, your your yeah. your brand image and then helping landlords portray theirs, their images? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think estate agents are, are maybe called out for being salespeople and, and we're not interested in selling to people. The, the properties will sell themselves and our, our clients, our customers, our followers, they're all very proud of their homes. So the fact we can make a, a two minute 4k high res presented video of someone's house for sale or for rent when we send that back to them on whatsapp people are really really pleased with them people are really proud to see their house presented as if it's a tv program as if it's something of real quality rather than someone who's just snapped a few photos and and sort of whacked them up on the portals as fast as they can because a lot of people have done a lot of work to their houses and it's been their life's work to get a property to a certain standard or to get to live in a certain house. So we have to take that and, and, and really run with it. And that's that's why we list the houses that we list. And when you say that's why you, you list the houses that you list, is it just uh, do you uh, do you want to make sure that uh, your landlords and so on, your your buyers as well, are, are bought into to you as 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 a brand and sort of everything that, that you do, do you have to persuade them that marketing is really important to invest in or is that something that they're all, they all buy into uh, quite um, quickly? I think the vast majority of people who invite us to see their house have already bought into who we are and what we do. Um, we're, we're rarely called to marketing appointments against four other agencies. We're, we're generally called because people want to talk to us. Um, rather than have a necessary sort of necessity to call on the stage and actually want to call us and want to discuss it with us, so yeah, we, it's not a case that we have to persuade someone that the additional marketing is necessary. Someone wants to see their house presented in that fashion, in that that quality, and they want to deal with a partner of the business. They want to deal with someone who's experienced and someone who's going to hold their hand through the process. From, from start to finish rather than be put around the houses of, of four, five, six different people, different departments to do different things. And I guess that that sort of answers the question of uh, why you know reputation is important. The fact that you don't necessarily have to persuade people to buy into what it is that you do. It's just that they're already uh, perhaps aware that uh, you know aware via that presence that you're putting out there of the importance of how it is that you're you're reaching out to them. I, I suppose. Yeah, we find we find people feel like they know us before we've even met them because they've watched our videos, they've read our blogs, they've been around our website, they they follow our Facebook page. People follow us for maybe six to twelve months before they actually do something because the choice to rent your house out or to sell your house isn't made up, isn't one that's made overnight. So a lot of the people who who call us to to take on the management of their of their house for rental they'll have been watching and watching and it's just a case of time and then when it does come as the right time we'll, we'll get invited out not on a business pitch but on a on, on a case where they just want to meet us and get things moving yeah 
It's an interesting approach, actually, because, you know, what you're saying is it, it isn't sort of business first in that sense. It, it is more, you know, a people first, I, I suppose, which uh, it's, you, you know, you do hear a lot about customer service and customer experience and so on. But it seems like a, if you don't necessarily, uh, you know, people that you meet with, they don't necessarily want to take that, uh, the business uh, approach as the very first thing that they that had, the very first way that they interact with you. They do want to get to know you as a person and then build from there. Yeah, I think a lot of those those when when people talk customer journeys and they talk this that and the other, it's because they've already got a problem within their company. Um, if everything that you do from the ground up is based on a genuine first off question, does this suit our client? And I'm a landlord. I've got rented properties. I've had my properties managed. So I have a feeling of what is going to really annoy a landlord or what is a landlord's going to really, really like. And the same from a tenant, I've rented property as well. So I've seen it from from all four angles of, of what can annoy someone, what's useful to someone, what somebody needs. And, and above all else, it's accessibility, it's experience, um, it's honesty, it's it's quality. And, and and a human touch to it is a renting property is a very very time heavy human subject that will never be totally automated but having easy touch points to people really makes a difference well, i mean I, I spotted that i think uh one of the slogans and so that i've read on your site is your know, state agency with, without the bs so it's um, it seems <laughs> to sort of cut it cut it cut down all of that clutter and just really get to the point and get to know people and uh, and understand what it is that they need and how you can deliver it in the best way it's uh, yeah it seems quite clear cut in some ways but um as yeah, it's how, how, you how people want to important. communicate these days people want to whatsapp me because it's direct and it's in per- and it's and it's very very personal. Email's very cluttered. There's too much of it. People don't read them. So my clients say, "Mike, what's different about you?" Well, I'm the owner of the business, and you can WhatsApp me anytime. Is is is, is what people want to is is what people my customers want to hear because they know then that they've got my attention. And once with the customers that you have, I mean, are referrals, are uh, reviews, et cetera, is that something important? Is that something to you, to you as a business? Is that something that has also helped you to establish that reputation? Absolutely. Um, we've got we've got a huge amount of following on, on social media and community groups are massively important to us. We find that in in my local area, my local town, the the Facebook group has got something like thirty seven thousand members in it, um, and the town's only probably a hundred thousand people strong. So if you think over one in three people who live in this town are in this Facebook group, and when the message goes out, when the message goes, I'm looking for an estate agent or letting agent for my property. I see my own customers bang, 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 militant, absolutely jumping all over it to say, you need to speak to Mike, you need to speak to Ian, you need to speak to Sanjay, you need to speak to Tristan, the partners of the business. Um, It really shows the the power of the social proof that these people haven't just used us to let their property or to sell their property, but they want other people to know about it. 
So Google reviews are really important. Feedback's really important. But the fact that people go out of their way six months, 12 months, 18 months after they've, they've transacted with us to almost sing our praises when, when we're not even asking them to is amazing. It really is. And, and we never stop appreciating that. No, it's great that they, if they are singing your praises, as you say, without uh, without having to, to request it, because sometimes, uh, you know, sort of building up those reviews to to support uh, support your business is obviously uh, um, quite quite an important thing. So, I mean, uh, be, because it obviously seems to be something that you, you have managed to do quite well for yourself for your business. Um, what what tips would you give for agencies who are looking to to create that? Um, that almost that review system that that social that social proof what tips would you give for an agency that's looking to do that to to help them to to create that support well, in the same way that you have everything depends on your own business and you can only ever be yourself you can't be somebody else but what worked for us was avocado is the name of the business but the key thing is the individuals that work there are the personalities people don't want to know big brand anymore they're not really interested they want to know the people within that brand um so even in the the biggest companies in the world the owners of those companies are well-known celebrity owners now look at tesla with elon musk and amazon with jeff people just call him jeff now um Locally, Avocado is known as Ian, Mike, Tristan, Sanjay, Dan, Neil, the, the guys who are the guys from Facebook, whatever we're known as. And, and, and for us, it's massive. It's 50% of our business is get your face known so people know who you are. People trust you and people will call you directly um, and put out quality material, put out, put out opinion, be controversial, say what you think, don't don't try and sell to people. Don't try and talk about we, we, we. Say, this is what's happening because people want to know what's happening. Everyone in England is interested in housing, right? I don't know anyone who's not obsessed by it. I think that, um, you know, that that idea of just having a presence as individuals as opposed to just a, just a company, it is very interesting and it's true that people I think I've seen on your website that you do obviously have that one person that interacts with your with your customers and you're that one point of contact uh, throughout their journey which you know I guess it must be very important to have that because then you get to know that person you get to trust that person build up that that rapport with them um, and obviously you get to, you get to know them as well um, you know you get to Absolutely. know your landlords yeah. and your tenants too and understand what it is that they need which uh, obviously you can only deliver the best service if that if you can do that um i mean also as well like to, on that um on that point of uh building that that recognition of yourselves as individuals i've noticed you have like launch events and things like that for properties i mean that's does that come back to the the, the have you found it detrimental during the pandemic that you've had a lack of face-to-face contact is that something that you've um previously uh incorporated strongly into into the activities that you have or is it mainly been a digital presence that you found that works for you well, we, we've only been functioning in pandemic. We've never, never been a company out of it. So we don't, we wouldn't know the other way around. Um, we actually launched in March 2020 and we were probably the only estate agent out there who confidently said, look, it's not business as usual. 
you, you can't do things. Maybe now isn't the right time to, to, to market your property. Maybe it is the right time to hold off, to wait and, and, and see what happens. And, and, and lo and behold, obviously, the stamp duty they came and, and everything raced away. So it was a good decision for people not to panic and not to do something on on those bases. So we've only ever been a pandemic agent, but the launches that we do are really, really beneficial to both landlord and tenant, buyer and seller, because we find that it gives everybody an opportunity to view a property, not just the first person who comes to view it and make an offer. So a landlord has the opportunity to pick the right tenant. We have the opportunity to find the real market value. Um, and it's from a time perspective, we might be a property all day doing back to back to back to back to back viewings, um, especially when it was very important that we were doing things safely and cleaning down houses and, and airing and ventilating properly. It made a lot of sense that we could ask people to leave the house for an entire day for us to make use of it and then come back once we'd had it cleaned. Um, and it's worked well ever since since the demand has changed for properties. So we don't disappoint tenants by saying, sorry, because you could only view it Tuesday, we let it on Monday will give people the opportunity to view the house on a whole day um, and give them a fair crack of the whip. So, yeah, it's been really, really positive. And, it's again, it goes back to being open and transparent and correct with things. It does seem to be a theme of, of this conversation. You can't really talk about reputation without talking about, you know, being transparent and, and uh, building up that trust. Um, I mean, obviously, we've touched on a few ways that you've done that. I mean, other, would you have any um, any other tips as to how it is that you go out to, there to, to build that trust? You know, how, how else you establish that, whether it's with landlords or with, or with tenants or buyers? I think, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on your platform, so it's only right that we talk about the kind of tech that is used and the background the support behind the agent could look great for the post agreement people know what's happening they can see what's happening um they trust paying into it and um a massive reputation for people in giving them information before that I use Sprift reports with my tenants and with my landlords um, because it gives people absolutely all the information that they're ever going to need to select the right house. So they know everything down to bus links and, and how fast the internet is in a property. And the important questions that people want to know that you can't ever know the answer to every single one of them, but if you can WhatsApp them a link to something that will tell them how much it's going to cost to run, how fast their internet is, how quick the bus is into town, where the local school is, what the walking links are like, everything before you go. People, and, and that will have a link to the video of the property and something about me on it. So when they turn up and meet me, they've seen me on the video, they've seen me in the brochure, they know they're meeting somebody who knows something about the house. They know that I've met the landlord, so they know why the property is being rented rather than just getting a totally empty experience when they're at the house. It's an interesting uh, point that, um, you know, having this access to an overabundance almost of information and uh, obviously the technology to support that in the transparency um, that, it, that it brings to your to uh, your, your clients, your customers. So, uh, no, that, that is an interesting point, um, especially 
Yeah, I mean, on the topic of um, information, I suppose, um, uh, with um, the regulation of property agents uh, on the horizon, at what point, we, we don't know exactly, but uh, but obviously uh, a lot of agents are looking to, to get qualified in advance, um, you know, and that establishes a certain level of information that everybody must have. Um, is that something that you find important uh, to the industry? Do you think that sort of that, you know, making sure that everybody is uh, has access to that same level of information and everybody's advi- be able, being able to advise their clients in the same way? I think everyone should, absolutely. People are expecting, people are looking at you, expecting that kind of information. Um, the problem, I think, with volume agencies is the staff just aren't able to keep up. If you've got 40, 50 houses available to rent at any one time and you're letting 40 or 50 properties a month being able to know about that landlord and what that landlord's long-term plans are and and what the issues are surrounding the house when you're just a viewer is it's impossible and that's why we feel that that style of agency the, the volume the factory style agency isn't popular with with the public because they go to view a house and unfortunately the person who does do the viewing with you has never been there before. So they can't give you any information other than what they know about the local area, which is sort of hearsay stuff rather than what the owner can genuinely impart on you. And that's why even, even when we, we, we write up our property details, we leave a paragraph or two paragraphs for the owner to write their own opinion and tell, tell the potential tenants or the potential buyers why they bought the house why they lived there what they enjoyed about it because it's much much more emotive that it comes from someone who has a genuine part of that property what what they liked about it people really read that and really appreciate it on the topic of um you know what what you know, ensuring that tenants get to, or buyers get what, what it is that they're looking for and you know they get that full information um once uh i suspect that the other end of the of the spectrum with, with regards to reputation it is ensuring that your tenants that your buyers are happy long term um so then it all loops back and then the reviews come in and so on i mean especially with tenants um how, how is it that you work with them to to perhaps ensure that they do continue to be happy and that uh, you can obviously uh, demonstrate that to to your landlords and let them know that you're going to keep their void periods low and and so on yeah, i think that the, the the same level of of, of treatment comes in really is that the tenant will have met the person who looks after that property. So they know that that person has a knowledge of the property and a relationship with the owner. Um, They have the same contact with us. Um, Our CRM is very good, very well planned, and it means that tenants have an app that they can report maintenance into, upload the photos, and that can, videos even, and that can be sent straight across to contractors. So we can solve a lot of problems very very quickly and very personally and we can get those or if we can't solve it we can get it across to a to a contractor quickly if it's not something that we can that we can sort out but again it comes down to experience and a bit of life experience of of owning and and knowing the properties that when when a tenant calls you on a sunday night to say the lights have gone off you can run through the basics of, of of what to do before calling out a two hundred pounds an hour 
emergency electrician just to flick the fuses back. Um, and, and, and people appreciate that, that you're available and you're genuinely there to, to try to help, even if you can't every single time. No, I think having that availability, it's, it's obviously and that knowledge behind you and uh, experience, like you say, it is, it is key to be able to advise in the right way, whoever it is that you're speaking with. Um, uh, on, on the question, actually, um, just looking perhaps at, at demand levels recently, I don't know whether you've, uh, as you say, with having started during lockdown, it's uh, perhaps been an unusual time. So there haven't necessarily been predictable trends within that, uh, no. that uh, time period. Um, but have you found that... Um, you know, you have seen any trends over that time, anything that with your past experience anyway, you've you found unexpected um, that you've had to adapt to and, and ensure that you can continue to offer that same level of service? Well, I think we've, we've found any time we list a property, um, the, the phones and the, the email goes wild. Um, and that's that's been throughout, but it really peaked through through this summer with with a huge influx influx of people from Hong Kong into our area um, with the British National Overseas Visa Programme. Um, I read something, 500,000, 600,000 people from Hong Kong were, were, were coming into the UK and we found that massively that when we listed a property that happened to be in the right postcode or the right school catchment areas would be flooded with applications from people whether they're even in the not even in the uk yet but desperately trying to get an address before the middle of august and that really really pushed up prices because i understand it i've, I've moved overseas myself and, and, and moved home again those people who are in hong kong are paying rents in excess of london prices i'm in suburban berkshire renting two and three bedroom houses for relatively reasonable rents. So those people are willing to pay 25% over market value just to secure the property. Otherwise they'd spend a month in an Airbnb paying four times that and moving twice with a family. So economically it made sense for them to just offer 25% over the asking price. Um, And it really distorted the market locally because that really pushes the, the the local renter who's used to paying a normal rent out of out of competition with people if they're willing to pay 12 months up front 25 percent over market value and are genuinely still a really nice family who are in need of an accommodation so their kids can get in the right schools people were people were taking that option it's true that for obviously if it's going to be affecting the the market uh, quite significantly for for local people, I guess that's a story in a lot of places in the UK. Whether it's Brexit, whether it's uh, you know sort of this uh, you know international uh, tenants uh, looking looking for for places here, whether it's the pandemic, it uh, does seem to be having quite an impact. And on, for seaside on towns is you know we we had a lot of a lot of people who live here moving down to seaside towns where traditionally rents and prices are much, much cheaper, but they were going and distorting the market elsewhere um, because where we live is reasonably cheap compared to London, but it's still wildly expensive compared to the Southwest. So people were going to South Wales or the Southwest and just absolutely blowing the prices out of all proportion in those areas because they're quite happy to to pay what they're used to paying no it's perhaps quite an 
relatively easy conversation to have with landlords to explain to them why why you're, the rents are so high at the minute. They'll be quite happy about that. But perhaps for tenants, it must be uh, quite difficult to balance those conversations just to explain what, what's, what's yeah. going on in the background. It's, it's, it's hard to understand if, if you're used to paying a £1,000 a month for a flat and, and you turn up for viewings and, and the agent says, well, I've already had two people offer me 1250 and 1300 for it. It's it blows your mind. It blows our mind. But you can you can when you wind the logic back, you can you can understand why people are willing to pay an extra two hundred and fifty pounds a month um, in order to secure a future. It's a short term measure to to get things done. And perhaps just to uh, just a couple of questions, really, to sort of round off the uh, the conversation. One, I was just wondering whether you'd have any. Uh, obviously, you know, we've had a lot of uh, talk about the different ways that you really engage with people uh, on an individual basis, with the community as well. Different ways that you you grab attention with your with your jumper, your hoodies, and so on. Um, but uh, would you have any for uh, any? particular tips uh, any advice that you could convey to to other agents who are looking really to establish their build their reputation and ensure that uh, they, they can maintain that into the long term from a from a reputational point of view um i think the key from from what we do is talking about things that people want to know about um so if you're a good lord member you can take what good Lord put out there, the blogs, the information, the data, and reproduce that for people because that's what it's for. That's you know, I can't give a full reflection of the market from my tiny little place in Berkshire, but because I'm part of good Lord, I can, I can take the stats and say, well, I feel that prices are going up. That's backed by our national partner who say stats who, who say it's going up across the entire country, but where we are, it's particularly high. Or I feel that things going down, or I can disagree with it entirely, and people will still listen, people will be interested in it. Yes, prices are going up in the UK, but prices are going down in our area, and this is why. Um, and people want to know that. People want to know what's going on rather than just what you've done. Um, I'm a big fan of a few people on Facebook who consistently hammer the people who will um, produce pie charts for their own success because that's not what people want to know about. No, it's getting that broader understanding, I suppose, and that uh, that uh, or just just imparting your knowledge, just showing that you know what it is that you're talking about. And at the end of the day, that's going to that's going to be what make your landlords come to you, your tenants come to you, and know that they can trust you and want to stick with you for for the long term. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the final question that I'll ask um, after after our conversation, obviously, uh, it's perhaps been uh, been a strange time for you to kickstart an agency and to, to get stuck into things, um, the, despite how long you've, you've obviously been uh, in the industry at large. But uh, would you say that you have a positive outlook for, for the future of the lettings industry or the property industry uh, in, overall? I think it's going to be an interesting couple of years um, because I've seen the number of landlords selling um, is higher than the number of landlords buying properties. So depending on what happens around corporate build to rent and the provision of rental properties, it could be a really, really tough time for tenants um, based on pricing. If the same number of landlords exit the market, 
that have done over the last 12 months. And that's certainly from, from my point of view, I see prices of, of, of the, the selling prices have really risen to a point where a lot of people are just cashing in now because they feel slightly marginalized because of, of extra taxes and reports and um, various pressure groups and that kind of thing. I think people do, landlords do feel a little bit pushed out. So I think it, it could be a time of real change of, of what rental prices look like and what rental provision looks like. But um, that said, there will always be people within with a need to rent property and a want to rent property. So there will always be a business there. Um, as far as regulation goes, from my point of view, bring it on the more, the more, the, the, the better, because it will raise quality and standards in the industry. Well, I suppose that that in itself, that's a, that is the positive thing for us. It's if everybody's moving in the right direction and just make, trying to make it better for everybody that's involved uh, as, uh, you know, keeping up to date and uh, uh, with the latest knowledge, as you obviously are, then uh, it's obviously the right way forward. <laughs> Well, uh, that was great then, Mike. Well, thanks ever so much for taking the time to have a chat with me today. That was uh, obviously an interesting conversation. I think that there were some good tips in there uh, around how uh, how other agents can uh, can look to to build their reputation and the importance of that just to to ensure that uh, they're they're able to support their landlords in in the right way. So, thank My you pleasure. very much.